0: calculated <laughs> <laughs>
1: what bitch playing a 600 wow. elo game of chess i'm evan welcome back to the forever dms
0: <laughs> Woo! ranked 1100 elo it's cam back in the chat too let's go
1: <laughs> i had the brilliant idea to start this off with us playing a chess game boy did it not go well you other two introduce yourselves now
2: <laughs> uh well i just have a question for you folks um what time is it
1: Oh fuck. We had something and I completely forgot.
2: <laughs> uh we had something? It is actually bad
1: bitch o'clock oh, i God damn it, that's what I'm <laughs> oh, snap! Oh. I was sitting here with my brain sizzling like oh shit. <laughs> I so, yeah. Reacting. I actually oh, my bad.
0: I'm sorry, Eli. I just I was just gonna say that my clocks are still behind, so I'm like girl boss o'clock right now. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah, no, you should probably yeah. update that. It sounds I gotta put that at- yeah,
3: a little feisty. Um, so coming coming with a an interesting thought. I had a really amazing scene yesterday in my home game. Um, thinking about pseudo dragons in a burrito, blankified. That's uh that's me. That's Eli. Blankified. Oh yeah, blankified burrito pseudo dragons. You know how pseudo dragons?
0: What does blankified mean? Right. It, it means
3: like well, burrito cat. Burrito them. cat. You know like. Ah, it's just, uh, cat? just adorable, but instead of being a cat, it's a pseudo dragon.
0: Burrito cat.
1: I should stop this Discord activity. <laughs> yeah,
3: I
0: see. <laughs> but that—that would that a pseudo dragon.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Google, <laughs> folks, it helps. Yippee! Okay, now that we're all <laughs> introduced, <laughs> and I've left our chest game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't.
2: <laughs> That's actually the bit this week.
1: Yeah, baby. I was ah. I was wondering how we would go ahead and start this, and uh, yeah, yeah. Me getting my ass one hundred percent handed to me at chess feels absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Look, it's it's high energy. It's it's got us in the mood to play. It got it definitely got calculated. Cam, it definitely got Cam in the mood to play Dungeons and Dragons because he was just sitting there like, "Why am I playing chess against this goobnut?" Uh, Yo.
0: Quincy is completely used to playing chess against people lower ranked than him, so you know what—I'm in (laughs) character now.
1: I don't even have a ranking. I don't play chess regularly. Uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, we find ourselves at the same city we always find ourselves at between arcs. Uh, Chicago, Chicago, baby. (laughs) Oh, I was (laughs) gonna say Gotham.
0: (laughs) It—it's kind of the same. Kind of. They're similar. Yeah, they're very similar.
1: No. Don't right, you DC bullshit. No, I'm kidding. Um. Can, uh, we find ourselves in the same city. We always find ourselves between our heroes coming back and leaving on another adventure. Some unnamed civilization is maybe too grandiose a word. Some unnamed hodgepodge of beings barely trying to scrape together a living somewhere at some point on the interplanetary of Yggdrasil. Uh exactly where on the tree this quote-unquote city is completely unknown who who could possibly measure space in a place without time and so we're somewhere huh on this somewhere is a collection of people as always trying to not lose the last things they have The last little somethings that hold them all together. The possibility of saving themselves, saving others, and maybe just making it to see the bright, empty whiteness rise tomorrow. I don't believe we've actually discussed what the Outer Edge of Yggdrasil looks like.
0: Have we even been there? I, I mean, no. I don't know.
2: I think it pretty much almost just kind of looks perpetually like the night sky, where like each of the stars is a different timeline, so it's just kind of a vast void. Yeah.
1: My it imagination depends. has always been something closer to a ring world, where it's just like trees and leaves all the way around.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: I see uh, that. That'd be it's a little good, tasty. Yeah. It
0: changes every day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It changes every day. It changes every time we change Yggdrasils. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> And so, in this lost civilization of people just trying to get by with whatever little bit they have left, we will begin by alighting on someone who perhaps has one of the better chances of recovering one of the many things they've lost. Alistair, you are standing in front of a massive, hardened piece of amber containing a figure. This figure has been here for some while. What are you doing? I think uh,
2: Alistair has kind of set out, like, just a small blanket, like um like he's packed like a little um kind of picnic basket. Nothing nothing fancy, nothing too like um hoity toity, just like, you know, a small bottle of some kind of beverage, some small sandwiches. And he's uh just sitting in front of uh, this ambered figure. He's just uh Hey Caden, um it's been a while, after all. It's uh, how how have you been? Alright, yeah, okay, I get it. It's a silly question. I know, but with, with you being all as you are anyway uh just wanted to tell you we actually just got back from adventure i wanted to kind of tell you a little bit about it uh well i made some new friends um ash the hobgoblin uh he's got a metal dragon some other stuff he's got actually a lot of little things uh and then there's fred the turtle who's uh oh he's kind of like a big like humanoid turtle thing who's like a big walking hug uh but, yeah, we went to this world that was, um, it was, we, we started off the bat with like a big pirate ship fight, and that was pretty sick, you know, because we were up in the sky, and then we handily beat them, well, mostly Ash and Fred kind of beat them. I mean, I was there. Uh, but they, we, rather, wound up going back to the giant sky piercing tower that the, the ship came from, and then we got into some gladiatorial arena fight, and, uh, I mean, of course, I won. How could I not anyway uh, we we I, I even met a dragon, and um, she was honestly kind of terrifying and beautiful and also kind of a lush, kind of like um Auntie Brunhilde, you know that that one shield maiden ghost from back in the necropolis couldn't handle handle her mead very well, but boy, did she had some fun stories uh anyway, we sailed across the sky, we uh met a bunch of robots uh, fought a tree. Um, not necessarily in that order, but I also told some fuckwit to just fuck all the way off, you know, after going on about some genocidal anarchist agenda being pushed by some other dragon. Uh, and then, uh, all that said and done, um, we kind of won, I guess. I mean, we found this this magic horn that made stuff come out of it, whatever. It's all kind of tricky, but either way, some, some other guy, some timey-wimey wibbly-wobbly douche nozzle was... Using the magic of that horn to stop the flow of time in his world, save for the people. It it was a whole thing. But he froze time in the moment of this world's destruction. And it was honestly kind of awful. And even Ash kind of pointed out that we're only prolonging this thing's death. You know, in a way, it, it really struck me because, well, am I doing that to you? Yeah, I mean... You've been holed up in this amber prison for so long, and I don't even know if you can hear me, or see me, or perceive me, whatever, but you you were taken over. Your soul was being consumed by by that that thing, that death knight. Am I unnaturally prolonging your life for my own sake, rather than looking
1: out for you? In this moment, as you kind of ask these questions allowed your cadence crystal is not the only one in your proximity there are many many different crystals held in a variety of chambers here in this central area of the tree this place prison isn't exactly the right word more like holding cells because it's not just the wrong that sit here it's also those who have been wrong and you kind of ask this question aloud and you, you're staring at this crystal, not waiting but hoping for an answer. And what does Caden look like inside this amber?
2: Um. Well, Caden is. Do you want me to give like physical description or just like yeah.
1: anything you yeah. want?
2: So yeah, Caden's like a good like six four, um, kind of built like a quarterback. Um, just really jockey is the best way to describe it. Um, but like his face is also just contorted in rage. Um, Like, he looks completely just out of his mind, just anger, belligerence. But you can also see, like, behind it, there's, like, it's not his. Like, it's something pouring out of him. So your standard high
1: school quarterback.
2: Sure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get editorial about it. Uh. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, like. Love alienating aspects of our audience. So,
2: like, that's kind of the whole, like, you can actually see, like, kind of contained in, like, these, like, inside the shard are just, like. These dark kind of crimson and black wisps of like kind of smoky tendrils pouring out of his eyes, out of his mouth, just kind of like rolling off of him like a cloak almost that's kind of just clinging to him. uh, That's just kind of interspersed with the sap before hardening into this amber prison. So like he looks literally like a man possessed.
1: You stare at this figure trapped in amber as always and a moment of silence forms between you two. And stretches. And stretches. And like the dead you so often call on, you just wait. Not knowing much of how to move forward and not really receiving any kind of stimulus from him. Silence. And then eventually you recall you have somewhere to be.
2: Right. Well, um, listen, Caden, I gotta be going. Uh, but I'll be back again soon, alright? You know, I'm I'm doing what I can. Promise I'll, I'll get you out of there. I'll get you back to yourself. If there's any of you left in there, I have to hope that there is like there's you you're the only thing worth saving from life, and i'm fortunate enough to have you here with me in some capacity a lot of the other folks here don't get that option but as you are right now with that thing inside of you it's i know it's not you but i'll be back
1: soon soon as i can
2: right and alistair like kind of kisses a hand and then reaches out and touches the amber for uh turning and leaving
1: all right and we follow alistair As he walks from this... Again, chamber's not exactly the the correct word. It's more like a... You walk from this place. And you stride with your basket of picnic supplies on your arm. And I do want to ask, (laughs) do you drop the picnic supplies off? Or do you keep them with you? Oh, no, I keep them with. Wonderful. It's an
2: extra trip, you know?
1: (laughs) And you make your way, a short walk, within the same region. You enter another chamber... Uh, this one, a smaller holding cell for a figure not really encased in amber. And I assume you just walk in. Right. It's, yeah, like a police yeah. interrogation room.
2: Yeah, right. Sorry I'm late. Had some business. Um. Oh, Uh.
0: anyone? Scone? Anyone? Oh, yes. I'd love a scone, actually.
2: Oh, right, here you
1: go.
0: Here, go for it. You want some coffee? I just made a fresh pot. Oh. Just it's from a... Kenya. I don't know what that is, but it's apparently from Kenya.
2: Ah, oh. I think I've heard it. Have I? I feel like there was... Someone named Kenya back at the back home, but I don't know.
0: Well, thank you for the coffee. Yeah, no, As you.
1: our viewers might be able to tell now, Alistair walks in on this chamber <laughs> that already has two figures in it. One familiar to us, a shorter figure with a longer trench coat. Uh, and one also familiar to us, but not from that side of the story. Uh, tied to a chair with uh, ropes binding uh, their limbs so that they cannot act. Uh, we see Bagbones. Uh from, from way back, two arcs ago. Uh, you haven't missed much,
0: Alistair. I was just kind of monologuing to him about my backstory, just kind of, like, filling him in on my life and uh, oh, what I, I've been through. I missed it again. Oh, y- honestly, it happens so frequently. I just kind of go off. Oh, and, uh, my God, shut up. Oh. <laughs> he hates it. Wow, he listen, really you're being
2: it. really rude right now. <laughs> I was having a conversation
0: with my friend Quincy here, so perhaps you just... Does it look Hi. like I care? all right i'm just gonna give me one second while we're having a conversation i'm just gonna do this i just like raise one of the ropes up around his mouth so yeah anyways i (laughs) was you should have heard him when i was talking about uh, olympia and uh, like the things i get up to with her i went into really deep detail i'm really glad i wasn't here for that to be honest oh yeah Um, no i i keep it close to the chest uh, the most part okay all right fine what is it i take off the rope god uh, Okay, that's all you want. You, you had the opportunity to say words there. Yeah, that was
2: a lot of nothing.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I think it's time that you start speaking some words. There's some things we need to know. He spits right. in your face. Okay. Interesting. Interesting choice there. Not the best choice you could have done. I cut off a finger. Ah! Yep. Yep. Uh, Alistair, you got cure wounds, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Um... Great! You just yeah, want to put no, that I'll, back um, on real quick. Oh, we're doing it
2: right now. All right? Um, yeah, just slap it back on. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll use uh cure wounds then. I swear to all God, right. Canada, if you make me spend all of my spell slots for that. I'm going to be very annoyed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I won't ask you to do it again. I guess everyone gets one. Right. All right. So. I think that's all you had, right? You don't actually have access to any more of that. So, if anything else happened, yeah, no. It's the sad
2: thing of making a pact with an extra-dimensional being is you only get like mm. two big things you can do a
0: day. Hey, I've been there. Um, listen, Bagbones Bones Bag, BB, BB. I'll call you BB. Mm. Um, no, you don't think BB? <laughs> mm,
2: no, it's a little too cute, really. I think old
0: man might work better. Uh, All right, old man. I mean, you do you, listen. Professional courtesy, right? Uh, I appreciate it. Listen, uh, old man, there's a a lot going on in terms of uh, chatter. A lot of people are talking about something called the crag, something that you've been from. Uh, Alistair, I believe you heard something about the like as well recently. Yeah, actually, on that
2: last world that just ended. You know, Mm. that was a whole thing because of some individual from... The crag, or was it just crag? Is it a I don't think, you know, it
0: doesn't really matter. It doesn't thumb really, thumb, I mean, yeah, way. that's a fair point. Yeah. Either way, uh, you seem to be getting your talons in a bunch of different worlds. Uh,
2: fingers in a lot ain't of pies. Sitting right.
0: Yep, there you go. And I like pie, personally. And I don't want your fingers in my pie. They're dirty. Uh, the pie or the thing? Never mind. No, the fingers. The fingers in the right. pie. No, are dirty. I, I don't I want got it afterwards. fingers in my pie. Yeah, no, it's, now that I'm, I'm getting it, I'm getting it. Uh oh. Okay, old man, you're gonna tell us everything we need to know about this crag, because if we don't, we're gonna just find out another means. If you catch my drift. We can be very persuasive.
3: I don't know. You guys look like a couple of marshmallows.
0: Okay. I mean,
2: I have like a zero percent BMI index. Who are you calling a marshmallow? Oh. Uh.
0: Also, I just got a note. Um. You know how many. Children die each year from choking on marshmallows. Quite a bit, so you know, don't go, uh, don't go insulting us marshmallows just yet, because you might just choke.
3: See, that's kind of interesting because you're presenting yourself as like, you know, the good guy. So why would you know something no. like that?
0: No, I'm not. If anything, I think that, you know, I cut off your fingers. You're trying anyway.
3: to intimidate me, and it's just not working. A matter of fact, it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh,
0: funny. <laughs> You're actually pretty lucky the clown's not in here right now, because that, that guy's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: No, no I did make him. He made a balloon now. Oh, yeah.
0: Anyways, sure hold on one inside. second. Uh, Quincy tilts his head like, you know, uh, 45 degrees and smacks it like four times, and a little purple worm starts to crawl out of his ear, and he just goes ahead and he ah, takes it out of the ear. And goes over to Bagbones, holds his head back, and is what, dangling what are you this doing? little Mind Flare tadpole hey. over his eyeball. What what, what? what? What is this? So, this here is Z. He's a friend of mine. He's actually a a, a roommate of mine, a, a brain mate, I guess. What? He goes ahead, he hangs out on my brain most of the time. He doesn't really go ahead and dig deep in there. That's not normal. He can. No, it's not The hell do you think this is? You think this is normal?
2: I mean, we do live in a big tree outside of time. I mean, nothing about this is normal.
0: Truly. It's actually frightening that you even think normal exists out here. So, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna start talking, and every single word that you say is gonna prevent Z from getting closer to your eyeball. Now, if you say words I don't like, or you don't talk, Z's gonna get closer and closer to that eyeball until he gets his talons right on in there, just like... Your fingers in our pie, that makes sense.
3: Every word that you said in that moment, just like slowly, you see Bagbones kind of like reflect and wince and like retreat back into himself slowly and more methodically. And now he he looks kind of cornered.
0: Good. I love that look. Means it's working. Uh, Alistair, you you mind passing me a coffee? Hey, Hey, listen,
3: you you, you can just keep that thing away from me. Hey, hey, why, why is it snap? Stop. Make it stop. Make it stop! Okay, okay. Alright,
2: did you want uh, more cream or sugar in this? No, I take it black. Oh, right. right. Okay, here you
0: go. Mm. Would you like a sip? No. Uh, Alright, you Anyways, Crag. who are they? Number one.
3: What? I. He's like staring at this little purple worm, like, with like a thousand yard stare, and his, his eyes dilate. Uh, they, they, they,
0: it gets closer to the eye. That I I i I'm, <laughs> Oh, are you choking on a marshmallow right now? What's going on? No, no like I'm not choking, choking on a
3: marshmallow. On right mars- now. Mar- mar- marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, he, he sits out his tongue, and there's like a ruin inscribed on his tongue, and it's starting uh, to glow.
0: That doesn't look right. No, I, I got it. No, I, I it I just, doesn't actually. Please, please keep it, keep it away from me. P- please. All right. All Calm down. I'm, you know... I already did the torture a second ago. I'm not trying to do anymore. Seems like you want to tell us you just can't because of whatever that is on your tongue there. Um, hmm. Let's think about this, Alistair. Does it preclude you from answering yes or no questions?
2: No. There we go. Okay.
0: Okay. Let's do that then, I guess. Ah. So, the crag, are they on the tree let's start there
3: no 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 yeah no maybe maybe maybe
0: interesting maybe Uh, all right that gives me a few theories and cuts out some other ones uh Quincy takes uh open his um his uh, trench coat and just grabs a few thought strands and just crushes them throws them away all right those theories out the window uh not sort of on the tree but isn't on the tree makes sense. I guess if Idrisil could sense them, probably would do something about them. Hmm. Alright. Uh, are they... Um, I want to know what their goal is, but how do I phrase that in yes or no? Curious.
2: Well, I mean, we oh. have to get if we got specific about, you know, like, do they want to see worlds destroyed? Right. Well, do they? Um. As he, Alistair turns to look at backbones. Well,
3: <laughs> I... I, 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 I want to answer that that question, but uh, you see, the ruin starts to glow even harder.
0: Yeah, this is just going to be a problem, isn't it? I wonder if we could maybe supersede one command over another. Ah, you want to make another ruin?
2: I mean, not really my forte, but like, I mean if we out magic well that or we out magic the magic that's presenting him then mm. we'll write one magic
0: with another type of magic well I don't have that ability but I think there are some people that we could find on the tree that just might I mean we might but I'm hold on
2: I might give a <clears throat> uh, are we going to worry about wisdom saves for backbones or
1: because uh is going to speak as he uses command. Oh. Well then, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have backbones make a wisdom saving throw. Oh God! All right. <laughs> um,
3: sure. Let's see. Uh, that's gonna be a, a grand total. Uh, seven.
2: Seven. No, that's not gonna do it. It's DC fifty. So you just feel this psychic assault of like all these like between Alistair's voice but also just this cacophony of otherworldly voices just flooding your brain telling you to
3: speak. So this is a very critical moment. Um this is what Daegon says. Ah I was I I I Vitra. Oh, in the
0: coffee Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh. Oh, oh man,
2: bloody hell! All right, that was um, <sighs> that didn't go as well. Um, I think he's a little beyond my cure wounds at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks uh, this does look fatal. Ratson, uh, Ratson scurries <laughs> up, checks his pulse. <laughs> he he just gives like a an X with his arms. Mm. Yep, Ratson oh. declares dead uh mark the time my time of death outside of time uh like i you mm. see i was like, fiddling around for like a pocket watch just that's uh, all right <laughs> it's it's fine it right. doesn't really matter hey you know what at least uh we uh, it's too bad we just don't have anyone who can speak to spirits or the dead right i mean uh i yeah, though no, that's really unfortunate really <laughs> yeah uh oh wait I'm wait gonna... did you mean me yeah, no, it was kind of like sarcasm. I was oh, just yeah, kind of no, like it's that, on. but like,
2: honestly, like, I mean,
0: uh, I'm, well, um, I mean, like if
2: we are quick enough, we, I suppose we could try to bind a spirit to this place, and so it doesn't just go drifting off into the Aether, whatever fuckhole he finds himself, but.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I don't know what, I, I guess. Do, like, spirits go anywhere after they die on the tree? Have you encountered any dead people, like, who have died oh, yeah, on the no, tree? Oh, yeah, no, I mean,
2: there was Armin Armstrong.
0: Oh, yes, Almond, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. he died kind of, He died a bit ago.
2: Yeah, no, he died a bit ago, and there's, there's plenty of other ones, but, I mean, they just kind of wander, so it's more so, you know, we don't necessarily want him getting out into the general population, because it's more so if we keep him here, then, you know, he's here and we can just come back and talk to him whenever we want all
0: right tell you what let's um let's see if we can get like some amber maybe and get his spirit in there possibly and we can kind of come back to this after we've showered because uh you yeah, know that I don't was, work uh, well covered horrible. in brain yeah no. yeah i think i got a little skull in my eye like in the corner um, and it's it's like in there so like you yeah, know you should probably on.
2: do something about that
0: yeah, I got it. Uh, I put Z on my eye. Who climbs in and eats the skull piece, and then goes and scurries behind my eyeball. Oh, mm. okay. Yeah. Delicious. Mm. Uh, oh, Evan now voices him.
1: No, that was me as Evan saying delicious. Oh,
0: okay. I was like, Yay! Finally, someone voices him. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I could if you wish. Sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, that's so uncomfortable.
1: But you guys ah. shove out. Uh. Heading out to first collect some amber. Uh, Alistair, what? What does your do? You have a ritual to bind a soul to oh, something? not necessarily. Um,
2: I'm just kind of going off of. I mean, where I came from, you didn't really have to bind spirits. It just kind of happened. And hmm. Natural law and stuff. They can't go too far.
1: But like, then for right now, what I want you to do is, I want you to go ahead and roll. We'll call it an Arcana check.
2: Yeah, that
1: sounds about it. Alright, fifteen no on the die anything. for a nineteen. A nineteen total? Nineteen total. Uh I will say that you feel as you collect this amber, you bring it into the room, you perform you basically like uh put a glyph on the door kind of to seal in anything if it hasn't already left. Mm-hmm. Uh that that is that is actually we'll say that you do that before you guys leave. Uh, kind of, you think about it ahead of time. You, you put a glyph on the door, not on the door itself, but on the door frame to prevent anything leaving. Uh, then you go collect a piece of amber from the, uh, the sap collectory where the wrong and the wronged are kept. Uh, and you bring it back to the chamber. Uh, previously, uh, Bagbones's body had been, Bagbones's body had been kept in a piece of amber up until you guys brought him out for interrogation. Uh, Now as it stands, you collect that same piece of amber, one that already has his essence somewhat tied to it, Mm. um, bring it back, and you are able to successfully perform this ritual, calling upon your attunement to powers from your old world, uh, to your own capacity to see into things beyond death. And you see in this moment, as you bind it, you or not see, but you feel Bagbones' energy connected to this thing. Mm -hmm. Eli, I want to ask you a question here. Right. If, first off, if Bagbones had a soul, uh, where would it have gone? What would it have done as soon as it experienced death? What would its first reaction be?
3: I mean, utter shock and disbelief. Um, Bagbones really was just this very sturdy, head first, uh, do first, think later kind of person. And so, like, just getting the brains absolutely kicked out of him, uh, quite literally and metaphorically, um, just puts him in a state of panic and, like, confusion. So, I would say that his soul is legitimately stunned for, like, a good, like, five minutes.
1: So, you bind this crystal, and you, as you hold onto it, you turn and you see Bagbones is standing in one corner of the room, just silently staring at his own dead body.
2: Yeah, it never gets easy. It'd be quite the shock. Trust me, I understand. What? What the fuck? What happened? I'm very sorry to be the one to tell you this, but you died. Um oh. But I don't have that's... to I don't have to live under those rules anymore? No, that's my understanding of it. I mean, the rune was bound to your body, which you're currently no longer in possession thereof.
1: So Oh. are shrugs. Um rune, you will I will actually have you I just I will say you don't need to roll a perception check for this. You see actually as Bagbones is talking. The rune is still present on the tongue. But not uh-huh. inscribed in flesh, it is inlaid as though a magical glyph right right it it looks like um the spell illusory script present on the tongue. it very much is still right. there,
2: right, so I mean it's there it's 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 again it's happening to your body, but I mean, we don't have to necessarily get into it now, but uh it, let's tr- take it for a quick run um. I probably should wait for Quincy, but...
0: Oh, I'm right here. i have just... I I figured you were Oh, conversation. wow. I... Wow, just completely missed you. So sorry. I mean... No, it's... I'm uh, down here, so... You know, I, I, I
2: understand. I'm, like, twice your height. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it Most people are. It's, uh... Right, so, I mean, we give it a test run. I mean, Q, if you got a question, we'll see if it works uh, or not. So
0: he's, like, there? Were you looking?
2: Yeah. No, he's, he's, like, right... He, like, points to the corner. Like, just past the body.
0: Ah, alright. Um... Interesting. Hey, alright, so let's try this again, right? What are the crag after? What are they trying to do? Well, I mean, I'm
3: already dead at this point, so I I don't care anymore. Um, I mean, I, I was sent to the planet to... Uh, weird. I was sent to the planet to... So you see Bagbold's uh, mouth moving and just no words are coming out
2: right i think we're still in the same predicament that we found ourselves in before q
0: yeah i was gonna say it's either not working or this is a very long explanation that's gonna need to get rerouted to me but it seems it's not working then
2: no it doesn't seem like it's working but i'm sure i mean what's the worst powerful back
0: yeah very powerful yeah all right um gonna need some brains on this one that aren't ours, I think. Right, yeah. Uh, No, I mean,
2: there's two of them in your
0: skull, so, and between the three of our
2: brains combined, I don't think we really got this going, so.
0: Yeah, this isn't my expertise, necessarily, but um, there is a fellow that is very attuned to magical types of things like this, so I have an idea. Uh, I'm just gonna write down this rune uh, that I see on his tongue. Oh, actually, I can't see this. Alistair, do you mind
1: just drawing the
2: rune? I can't really see him. Do we all see or is it just um alistair with the spooky eyes I,
1: are you the one holding the amber crystal yeah then yes you are the only one who could see it
2: right okay yeah, yeah. then yeah here i'll i'll jot that down for you um
0: all right oh wow very nice calligraphy there it's really yeah
2: well no got, we do actually have proficiency in calligraphers tools. so oh, wow
0: <laughs> Whoa. yeah i was just improving but that actually worked so oh, yeah, right great on a mechanical <laughs> standpoint
2: <laughs> and, like you see alistair thinking why
0: am i talking like that uh <laughs> <laughs> uh well um we got our room uh Bagbones, if you can hear me i mean sorry you can bad bad hand
3: it was bad hand and um honestly uh i just want to be with my brother man that's all i ever wanted just
0: wanted a good life us backstory right now alistair he us- <laughs> he's starting to back he's starting to monologue a bit yeah, yeah okay all right bye uh let's go let's just leave um let's go I the sort Hoon. I don't know if you met Hoon. He's a he's the kind of guy that can maybe just Oh is he the weird hourglass shaped one? He's he's the hourglass guy. Oh yep, right, okay. Yep. Okay, yeah. He's I don't know if you've seen him running around in the middle of the night. Uh, screaming his his head off because the clown's chasing him or something yeah but... no
2: that's the main reason it's awful hard to sleep when someone's running around screaming the bloody head off
0: yeah I mean I've been trying to counteract that kind of stuff but man is he targeted for pranks he's just so easy to scare the poor guy right yeah
2: so I mean you think he would know what's going on with you in this room
0: uh, I mean if anyone does it's probably him or maybe the Merryweather's. so probably just yes, check in point. on him alright yeah let's go do that uh,
1: How coincidental it is, then, as you guys place down Bagbones' amber crystal, leaving it in the interrogation chamber, along with the body. Uh, As you walk out, you kind of find someone, pat their shoulder, and kind of just point. uh, uh, Sorry about the mess. Yeah. (laughs) It it will be cleaned. Um, You make your way over, knowing, in fact, that Hoon is currently at the Merryweathers uh having been kind of present all throughout town alongside the Merryweathers and ash in fact uh working on some project kind of as yet unknown to you guys but you know it's something uh, considerable uh you guys make your way over to the Merryweathers laboratory uh which i've forgotten the description for tom would you be so kind as to describe the Merryweathers laboratory again as they open up the door
2: I mean, when we first saw it, it was just kind of this rundown kind of uh, like slapdash, like like, pieces of like corrugated metal just kind of like thrown together into a little shack. But like now it's actually starting to kind of take shape and like it's well lit, if a bit flickery. Um, they're still trying to kind of work out some of the uh, kinks in their lighting system. Um, one of them is a very strong proponent for DC current. The other one's for AC current. It's a, um, mm. But they, uh, their lab is starting to take on more of an actual like research facility vibe. Like there's like kind of like work tables kind of set up. There's a whole like wall just full of um, cages full of like these weird like chimeric rat creatures. Uh, some of them look like cows. Some look like chickens. It's a little disturbing, but uh, there's a flash, and every now and then a cage will suddenly have two of them in there. It's
1: a oh, lot no. time. And standing inside this building are the four figures. Or, well, four figures. Three of whom you came to see, and one who is here on business. Uh, all kind of arrayed, uh, two on a side, around this whiteboard that has been turned horizontal and is being used as a table. Uh, and <laughs> You see there, yeah. You see there <laughs> are diagrams and sketches in dry erase marker all over the whiteboard. Uh, on the far side from you guys is Ash and one of the Merryweather's, and on the near side is Hoon and the other. And as you guys walk in, you walk in just in the just in time to hear Ash saying, "Okay, so let me. What exactly do you want me to do with this?"
3: Uh right. Well, so the first first off, we have these grand plans to make sure that we have a fully contained a uh, self defense system for the entirety uh-huh. of the trees apparatus. So what we need to do is make sure that everything works correctly. And I've theoretically surmised all of the proper equipment and obtained most of the material. I just need your uh, your half of the brain in order to, you know, really really solidify this concept because there are some things that are good in theory just not in practice. And I really feel like that's where you shine. So that's why we um, you know, we we've called you here.
1: Okay, next time, less words. You basically, all that was just to say you need my help, right? So I I got that. I'm asking, what do you need my help with?
3: Okay, so there is, uh, basically, the main main idea is that there's these giant cannons, right, that are Uh self-tracking, and I just need to know if the gears that I have placed will move quick enough in order to track, like, for example... A flying rabbit whack. Or, for another uh-huh. example... Yeah, a flying rabbit whack. Um, and then he proceeds to describe a bat... Com- uh, conflicted with, like... Weird, Batman-esque... Kind of looking wings. Okay. Yeah. So, a, a, and, a yeah, bat. Yeah, it, it, it moves really quick. And it's like <laughs> it's hard to hit.
1: A, yes, a rabbit. It's, whack. A, it's a
2: very bizarre creature... With the head of a bat... And the body of a bat.
1: You want me to build... <laughs> artillery... That targets bats... Well,
3: at at that point, you know, it'll be very accurate, so it's going to (laughs) work.
1: Why do you want to blow bats out of the sky? Well, it's not so much the bats
3: so much as it is the targets that they present, and the more accurate something is, the better it's going to be.
1: Okay, I appreciate you coming to me for help. I don't like working on guns kind of out of personal morals. I'll overlook your mechanisms and whatnot. I'm not going to do any of the building for you.
0: Hoodie Tunes, Bash Flash, it's me. What's up, guys? It's been a bit. I brought a box of Joe. <laughs>
1: I bring a out b- a, a box, box of, Joe. of donuts or a box of coffee. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right, and I got some of scones. Just oh wait, brushes off some of the brain matter left on the basket. I'll have those. I'll have those, Alistair, Don't worry. Yeah. I'll have those still. Oh, right. And, uh,
1: just... Good food. You three, distract yourselves. <laughs> Ash kind of turns and goes to another whiteboard. And he starts drafting things out, allow- leaving you guys to talk shop.
3: Oh, brilliant. Oh, my God. Oh, all these donuts are so good. Oh, my God. No donuts! <laughs> There's scones! scones.
1: <laughs> There's scones at a box of loose
3: coffee. Excuse me. <laughs> loose coffee. Not solidified, liquefied coffee. But
0: loose okay. coffee. To be fair, a box of Joe generally has a plastic bag in the box no. that contains the coffee. A <laughs> okay,
4: cardboard just... box
1: with coffee in it.
0: Okay, understood. Uh... <laughs> So Q goes up to Hoon. Ah, oh, Hoon, how you doing? You hard at work here, huh? Hey? Oh my god, I, I'm feeling so much better now that, now, you know, I have,
3: like, a small piece of mind. Oh, thank you.
2: Ah, I, mean, I got a whole, yeah. like, handful of them here. What? No, 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 no. Uh, like, Alistair Q just kind of, like,
0: just drops it, like, into, uh, Quincy's, like, waiting. Thank you. All right, it's for later. All right, so, uh. Meaning to pick your brain, Hoon, we were in the middle of in, uh, interrogation, Alistair and I, and uh, something may have happened where uh, the interrogatee, they- Their head blew had, up. Yeah. Yeah, it was a spontaneous combustion of the cranium.
3: Yeah, no idea what caused it. It wasn't an implosion?
0: I don't think so. I mean, otherwise... judging
2: by the fact that we're all covered in viscera- kind
0: of Yeah, no actually uh Alistair and I uh cut back uh we spent an hour taking a short rest having a shower so Alistair got his cure wound stuff slot back <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. and my yeah. uh that definitely tracks. Got you, I got you. <laughs> uh that's how I prepared the box of Joe. I didn't I didn't just yeah. have it. No, it makes um, sense.
1: You said you were going to take showers. <laughs>
0: yeah. So Um, He's dead, he's not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so uh, one of the things that maybe caused his head to blow up was this rune that Alistair beautifully transcribed.
2: Right here. And
0: yeah, we're just wondering if you could take a look at this and possibly give us a uh, your opinion of what exactly this is so we can work around it or get rid of it in some case, because it's on his soul too. Yeah, so. but
2: you usually think these kinds of things, you know, once they're bound to a person, it ends on the moment of their death, but it transcends the mortal cycle and carries on to the afterlife. So that's peculiar. Hmm. Yeah,
0: kind of like a permanent chemical, you know?
3: Yes,
1: I've I, I like dabbled with a few. Hoon, you can go ahead and roll an arcana check for me as you look at this rune. Mm. A, rune a rune. Uh,
3: DM, that's gonna be a
1: 22. A 22? Damn. I, I personally don't know what the hell is going on with Bagbones.
0: That's your character. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: I will tell yeah. you why the rune so is on, still... <laughs> on a
0: 22, Eli, what do you get? No, on, a
1: tw- <laughs> on a 22, I will give you this. Just hearing that the rune remained on the body post-mortem, you know that that is a level of magic that is obviously powerful, right? To not just be inscribed on the body, but it also fits, right? Runic magic, the runes act as symbols, as conduits for the magic itself, much like how an arcane focus, like a wand or a crystal acts as, you know, uh, the thing through which somebody may channel their spell casting when they cast spells. You are aware that the rune often acts as a conduit. There are two possibilities that you see one this rune was act was used as a way to focus magic right so the magic was instead inlaid on the soul and the rune was used to channel that magic into the body or the rune remained on the body long enough to be considered part of the soul and the the wearer of the rune became so used to it and so attuned to it that it appears in their reflection of themselves it is definitely the second one hmm. oh my god right um hmm this uh this is
3: this is this is definitely a a, a natural order of things i i so I, I can i can definitely tell that it's it's um it's it's due to, to just existing for a long period of time i uh see see here you see, see this this how it's, it's it looks like it's really inset in in the way that you've you've drawn here. Your clay skills are absolutely immaculate, by the way. Oh, like well, thank s- you. I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing some really good detail here that I don't normally see on anyone else. Um, so thank thank you for that uh, because it really helps me understand things. Um, and then see here how it it has got this little dash. Yeah, no. So that means it's just it's 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 been for so long that you know it's oh man it's part of the soul at this point. We, we, we're gonna need we're gonna need something that's a little bit more religious than I am to take care of this.
0: Hmm. Ah, uh, gotta invoke God and all that, huh? Mm. Well, I don't know
3: about a deity of sorts. Uh, uh frankly, I don't even think they exist. It, it's it's more that's but that's a personal belief of mine. Uh someone of a higher power than me, <laughs> at at the very least. I'm
1: right. as you say someone of higher power, you see the door to the laboratory swings open. And Walks in is not the correct word. It is more like a branch snakes its way into the room, <laughs> and then a body slowly forms out of it. Uh, you see, like the branch, like snakes in. It's a single twig slowly filling and forming into a giant branch. And then you see it starts to take shape, forming, the, forming a torso. And then arms kind of spring out. And then more arms. And they kind of just keep coming. And you stop thinking of them as arms. And you start thinking of them more like branches. As though you are watching a tree grow in real time. And more of the roots, maybe would be the correct word, sink down and into the ground. Not burrowing into it, but just enough to touch the floor. And more of the wood forms out the top kind of forming this as-yet-featureless dome uh, atop the shoulders. Uh, And you hear a voice kind of emanate, Uh, hey gang, I brought donuts.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, you have Um, donuts now?
1: What? Uh, that's- that's... I saw you had coffee.
2: (laughs) But I mean, yeah, I mean, donuts, scones, I mean, let's a load. I mean, it seems like, I mean-
1: It's a work day. We can get a little crazy. Uh,
2: uh, you're, uh... Wow, this is
0: much different than eyeballing
2: Yggdrasil. Yeah, no, this is um, peculiar. I, I mean I can't say I dislike it. It's just Thank you so much. I
3: I I I'm just confused. Um
2: uh, We're still you... getting our paycheck, right? This isn't in lieu of paycheck. <laughs> you guys of are getting, Of course cake?
1: not. Uh you see Yggdrasil as they formed did not form with a box of donuts in hand. You see as they say <laughs> I brought donuts carried in on a leaf, the size of, like, carry, carried in on a leaf, the size of a human chest. Uh, oh my god. That kind of grows along the branch, slowly sliding up, is a bright pink box, stacked full of donuts. In a box?
0: Where are we getting these
2: boxes? <laughs> is this from the baker that just moved in? Oh my god, oh, it looks uh, like it is.
1: That makes that makes so much more sense. I was gonna say from our new NPC, the box maker. Baker makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this
2: is wow, from the new Baker, is... right? And then on, the, on the other side of town. What? The one that lives on Drury Lane? Yeah, the one that lives on Drury Lane.
1: We have a baker in town? No, I made these.
2: Oh. Out of what?
1: Me. Ah uh, I pick okay. one up. Is it just straight up like wood? No, it's a it's a full donut.
2: An actual like doughy donut. Yep. I I'll take a bite. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh use it. <laughs> Have you ever had a vegan donut? Uh, no. <laughs> Tom gets it.
2: Uh, <laughs> just mm, yeah, no, this is um
0: quite good. I'm gonna roll deception on it.
2: Uh,
0: I, I like sure. sleight of hand uh, to sprinkle some brain on mine. Okay. Uh yeah, it's quite good. Uh sixteen deception just to like.
2: Mm, yeah, no, this is this is delicious. Yeah.
1: You no, d- you mm. don't have to lie to me. You I, could just say you I, don't like it. It's I'm, an acquired no, taste. no,
2: this is this is this is really good. I've never had um sap jelly. Um it's it's interesting.
1: I'm glad it's interesting at least.
3: Meanwhile, Hoon is just gobbling down donut after donut. I mean, it's it's a um, oh, wow. it's a secret Look, obsession of his.
1: Like I Hoon, said, are you vegan? acquired taste. <laughs> what
3: well, no, 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 I just um I I I enjoy vegan donuts. I I do. Uh, all right. Um, it okay. tastes like a Kingdom vegan Land. donut. I there's vegan
1: donuts here now. Oh. <laughs> hey, <is laughs> Why this, are you this? saying it so much?
0: The tree is just getting better and better. I don't know about you guys, but like now that coffee's here, like I have had so much more access to coffee just because like more and more bags are just spilling up on shore these days. It's great.
1: Look, it's if it's if it's alive, it's a lot easier for me to replicate. Uh, plus, I know you all have been working hard. And if I'm being completely honest, it's a little bit to grease the wheels because I do ah, have a job.
2: I figured this wasn't a social call yep yeah uh,
3: oh right I was just getting to the good part. Look, I, I just finished mapping out all the wiring here Ash take, take a look at this.
1: what what
3: look you, you see you <laughs> see how it goes here and then it goes there and then it bypasses this section here. Look, it's perfect.
2: Oh sure I'm afraid okay. to say that if you were to do that I'm pretty sure it would actually self- implode. No, no, no! Yeah, no. Look. look, if you cross the wires here, the drains just simultaneously go in with their like red and green, um, like contrasting dry erase markers, just to overwrite, start scribbling.
3: Oh God, I sh- I, I must have been tired that day. Um, thank thank you.
2: Yeah, no. See now, now it just kind of you know they'll, they'll, they'll... anyway. You, you go chalk to Yggdrasil. We'll figure this out. We
0: got yeah. your project in our capable pods. Thank you, fellas. Uh, remember. Get smart, get violent, right? Right, exactly. That's why we're making artillery now.
1: All right. <laughs> uh. Ash, you see, sighs heavily. Uh, t- takes uh, the the sheet that is now covered in red, <laughs> red and green marker, and puts it on the whiteboard with a magnet, uh, and starts talking with the Rains about what to actually do with this. Ezekiel goes, "Yes, um, yeah. So I've got an interesting case." One that you, Q, might actually have a little bit of experience with. Uh how to go about introducing you all to this? It's a it's a time loop. You'll be going into a time loop.
0: Oh, oh that's wonderful. Interesting. Yeah, been there, done that.
1: Yes. For sure. Uh, okay. the first thing we need to cover. Uh and you see Yggdrasil proffers out a branch, and another branch grows out from the wrist, and then another. Like continuously cascading out little branches, uh, until st- like extended before, uh, Hoon and Alistair are two leaves upon each of which sit very small creatures, almost like worms, um, smaller than Z. Uh, you can see they are gray at first glance, and then you kind of cock your head a little bit, and suddenly it's a rainbow of colors, and then you Turn your head back, and it's back to gray, almost like holographic, uh, like foil cards. Uh, and as these things are proffered out to you on these leaves, you see one kind of turns to look up at you, Hoon, and its face unfolds four times, as four like consecutive mouths open one after another on the face of this creature, and it's just row after row of serrated teeth. On Hoon the inside drops of head. it and like jumps back. So, these are need hoglings. You're gonna what, need to put them what, in your head. What? What?
2: What? what, what, I, what I'm what sorry, no, put
1: them no. in my what? You're gonna need to put them in your head.
0: I Um, uh. No! no. It's not yeah. that bad, guys. I mean, as I say that, like, you could see, like, Z crawl over my eyeball back inside.
1: It's not the worst. It's not great. It's not the worst. I'll be completely honest. It's what? not great. Yeah, it's it's a, not that's terrible. a pretty fair,
0: like. What, what necessitates
1: testimony? this? So. A time loop, the moment you go into it, will record your presence in it. And each time it loops, you will be reset to that presence, right? Which includes your brain matter, your memories, your understanding of things. So, if you head into this time loop, every time it resets, quote-unquote... Resets isn't the right word. I can talk about that in a moment, because I just find it interesting. Um each time it resets you would lose your memories needhoglings just as their mother consume time right uh, i believe you alastair saw it oh, recently yeah
2: no, it was a big yes. thing that ate the world
1: yes so needhog good friend of mine uh when sections of myself rot beyond saving needhog is my gardener uh but also technically my predator whole thing needhog eats the aspects of myself that rot away like trimming a bush so when timelines eventually die as all things must stop laughing at trimming a bush tom
2: i'm sorry it's i couldn't let it go i tried so hard
1: <laughs> <laughs> as timelines end as all things are wont to do needhog feeds needhoglings eat time on a much smaller scale. When they attach to your brain, they will consume your conceptualization of time. They will eat your brain's ability to process time. What this means for you right now is that it will allow you to retain memories between loops. What it also means is that you do not want them to retain your memories between loops for too long. These creatures feed, and they feed well. And when they feed, they grow. You do not want this creature mm. swelling inside your head.
2: Right. Um, you d- this doesn't seem seem
3: at, at all safe for the cadaver uh, being exposed to this. I'm having no. second thoughts about what's going on right now. What's happening?
1: You are lucky we have a brain surgeon on staff. But you maybe don't want to turn to that. We do? Is Natasha... She's some kind of doctor.
2: I assume as such. I mean, she goes go around saying, I'm a doctor, I'm a doctor. Like...
1: Yeah, doesn't she have eight PhDs or something? something like What that. do those I mean? mean? she just starts a...
2: bragging about something about uh, dentistry.
1: Dentistry? I have teeth.
2: That's I... worrisome. You are you know it We'll unpack that one later. Um,
1: yeah.
0: so... Do we have to unpack that at all? Can we just no. let that be? I, I think know. we just
2: let that, that we be. We may just let that one slide. That's it. So, I have a few follow-up questions. Of course. Um... How frequent does this thing- Well, better question, better way to phrase it, is how many times can we loop before our heads explode?
1: Mm. So, it differs based on the individual, how many memories are being retained, whatnot. General consensus, don't do more than eight.
2: Right, okay. Second question. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we get them out when we're done?
1: Oh, uh, that'll be fun. I will knock you out and do it myself. Oh, Um. I will tease them out your mouth with a more promising bait. So what that will involve is I will knock you out, I will stick a branch down your throat, and use that to tempt the creature out through your mouth, which is the least uncomfortable way to remove it.
0: Wow, you really been into detail when you could have just left that also yeah, just be no, unknown. So the
1: question you. was asked.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you did answer it.
3: Uh, Hoon is like... Retracting into himself even more. I mean, like, the the visual on his face is just that of, like, pure fear at I, this point.
1: I will say, I understand I am asking a decent chunk of you. I ha- have also realized, as is, um, you know, learning from you sentient, time-based creatures is enjoyable, that you appreciate the ability to refuse when someone puts something on you. So I will say... You can say no. I have asked this of you because I understand that there will be... You are the best fits for this. Q is obvious. Q has no need for any doggling because Q is already partnered with something that allows him to retain memories through time. The two of you, you, Alistair, I find will have, I think, a connection with this world in terms of how it runs. It also has a heavy connection to the spiritual. Oh. I believe you will be well served here. Gotcha. Hoon, I really don't got a reason for you, buddy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tough break. Uh, Um, Alistair reaches out and just pats
1: Hoon on the back.
2: Tough break, bud. um, um.
1: You can say no, but I do want to say, because I have no positive reason for you to go on it, I'm not about to say that I have negative reason for you to not, I am able to provide you with a reward I think you will find quite amenable.
0: I mean, you already brought vegan donuts, which he seems to love, so you could just keep doing that in perpetuity. Uh, I, 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 just, I just got back, man. Hoon, it's been, oh, it's, it's been X it's amount of right. time. I actually don't
2: know how much, but yeah, it's been a while. It's been a little while. I mean, I just it's got been back, a, if anything.
3: Wait.
0: Yeah. Wait,
3: how long have I been deep in my research? Hoon, you've been in here a probably like a model, weeks,
0: yeah. maybe months. Oh, God, I did About it again. years and months the only no. way
2: that we knew you weren't dead is because you were running around screaming about clowns. In the- oh yeah, god. Think of it this fuck way. Them.
1: Oh my god. It's just just yeah. this wouldn't leave me alone. No, that's hilarious. <laughs> I love
0: it. Oh my god. Oh um <laughs> you you just goes Hoon's then. Uh, look at who think of it this way. If you don't go, you do have to worry about the clown. And I'm not around to protect you from their antics, uh, which I have been trying to do, but they are way more mischievous than I give them credit for. Right, alright, let's 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 sign up for the leech thing.
3: Uh, I'm gonna take that.
1: <laughs> Great, put it in your nose. <sighs> oh, don't okay, don't like that this. answers my third question. Hmm. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, Trust me, once it's in, you won't feel anything.
0: It's true. Sometimes you might just go, like, a little spasmy in there, but, I mean, you kind of do that already as a person, I feel, you know? Yeah, no,
2: I mean, yeah. I and mean, you should have met my Uncle Roderick. He's got rickets.
0: Oh, oh dear. You're, you're using he just, like, Uncle motions to, like, the other corner. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is he over there, or are you just pointing yeah, at him? Yeah, no, he's, he's like, right there. Oh, do, you, do you, all of your ancestors just follow you around? Yeah,
2: I mean, like, who do you think hmm. is constantly talking to me?
0: Ah, uh, wow, I just didn't realize it was just quite a bit of a number. All right. Yeah,
2: no. There's like, there's like, literally. I mean, they're not all necessarily... I mean, like, it's kind of like when you call like a close family friend, like an auntie or an uncle. Like, right. I see. Yeah, no. They're just kind of like just really close friends, so to speak. That's that's fun.
0: All right. They're all dead. Uh, well, I suppose who need uh, you need me to do that for you, or you think um, you can swallow this? Uh, I mean, would you like me,
1: me to knock you out and do it for you?
0: Well. <laughs> I, 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 I think, I think, I think I'm, I'm,
3: I'm might be able to do this myself. Um, you see, he kind of collects himself, just ever so slightly more than uh, from where he was, and then slowly walks over to this neat hogling and um, uh, reaches out to touch it, and then faints. Okay,
1: I
0: well, think that works out. We could just kind of. Yeah, Q uh, picks it up and <laughs> just kind of plugs it up his nose. <laughs> there we go.
1: Yep. It'll take care of business. It knows what to do.
0: Yeah, it knows what's up, right? So
1: and you, Alistair?
2: I just um just kind of hold it up close here. and just holds
1: it close you to his nostril and just... It opens its mouth uh, like it did for Hoon. Uh, but instead of screaming, you see it opens the mouth, kind of backs up, coiling over itself, and does like the cat butt wiggle, oh, and no. then <laughs> leaps and is gone. <laughs> it leaps and just vanishes from sight, uh, and you do not see it. You, Q, see it vanishes from sight, and then the tail end of it appears as it reappears in uh, Alistair's nostril, and Alistair, you just suddenly feel a presence on your body, and then it is gone, up your nose.
2: Oh, wow. huh. that was weird. It's like a booger. Yeah, no, that's actually, it's almost like a, like, sometimes, you know, it just gets stuffy
0: freezing.
1: Mm. Oh, uh, probably should wake up. Yeah, hmm. we should uh, Shall I, I slap take... him?
0: No, I got it. I take a vegan donut and I just like uh, I just like put it under his nose.
3: <laughs> there's a there's a small wiggle and then there's two small wiggles and um, then there's just a, a, a reach up with the mouth to try and grab it and then it's, it's just misses and then uh yeah who who opens up and just grabs the donut. <laughs>
0: oh 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 god! What what happened? I I I reached for it and and and, and then I who. Hoon... It it turns out you didn't need one to begin with. It just, it's rejected you completely. And it turns out I talked to Iktrasil, uh, you're gonna be protected. You're fine. Oh. Uh,
3: it's too bad I'm smart enough to not
0: believe that. Um. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I tried, buddy. No, I, I, did. No, it's in there. It's in there deep. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, God. It kind of feels like a boogie. Oh,
3: it feels like a- alright, well, that's kind of disgustingly comforting.
0: Yeah, just don't your it's gonna help. It's fine. Oh, Idris, I do have a question as well. Yes. Just out of curiosity, um, is my brain going to explode after eight times, or am I just no. gonna be stuck there?
1: It's a matter of the creature that's in your head, not right. the, the actual loop itself. Needhoglings, uh, yeah. as you can guess by seeing their mother, Alistair, are want to grow rather large. Um, mm. Mm. you uh, you understand space and time have some level of relationship to each other, and the larger a creature is the easier it is for said creature to bend the passage of it. Uh, Makes sense. So, need hogglings generally their physicality is adapted to reach that state as quickly as possible. So, all right. Yes. Uh, don't do this more than eight times. Uh, shall we? shove off do you have anything you would like to set out to do i can give you a description of where you're going along the way
0: uh yeah uh, we're getting a
1: description of the place this time yes Ooh, that's, that's i've done hope. a little bit of research
0: what an upgrade wow all right. all right i like this wow. all right um uh, i take i take out a blank manila envelope and i write okay i'm ready uh ready to go i got some papers in here they're blank i'm good to go just uh, give me the description.
1: Okay. Uh, it's I can't give you a full description. The climate is temperate. Uh, the breathe. atmosphere, luckily, is breathable. Luckily uh, that's breathable. Lucky. That's a good one. Uh, I like when that happens. Uh, where I will be sending you is a town, specifically. Town. One town seems to be the source of this. There's a lot of reasons that this loop happens, but... It seems to centralize around this town. So I cannot pinpoint why. Because I have tried to, and there seem to be multiple reasons.
0: Got it. Multiple reasons?
1: Mm-hmm. So you will need to go in and figure out what is happening, and then solve it. And once you do, uh, I will be ready to extract you.
0: All right. That's good enough for me.
1: That, that, um, that, that sounds reasonable enough. It's uh, a lot. Better than me building whole Dyson spheres. Hmm. Okay. I would ask that you not do that. That would take significantly longer than eight loops, and additionally, every time you got into (laughs) space, the timeline would reset and you would suddenly find yourself back on terra firma. Hmm.
0: Yeah, no. You would not um... be
1: able to reach a star in time. No,
0: no, no, that wouldn't, that wouldn't work out, probably. It's a pretty good challenge, though, who, that... It does sound like Dyson Sphere speed around ninety Bil- percent. Sounds build a fun. Dyson
1: Sphere in one day challenge gone wrong, gone sexual. Uh, what? <laughs> oh,
0: gone sexual? Not Wait. clickbait. What?
1: I've oh. only heard that. I don't know what it means.
2: <laughs> uh, right, uh. Yeah. Right. No. We'll do it. We'll do it. Hey, Hoon. We'll do that next timeline. How's that?
1: Uh, um. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, It's not something you just normally do. All right. Um. Si- side up. note. Side note. Oh. Uh, Hoon, real quick, how many... Have you made any more grenades since last time? Uh,
3: no, no, I have not.
0: Ah, oh, shit. All right, well, that's unfortunate.
1: Would you like one? Uh, what, uh, y- you can... Uh, sh- y- yes, please? Uh, Yggdrasil offers you a donut.
0: Oh, it's a donut! I there think that might just be a grenade. Don't eat it. I would throw it at someone. It's just a donut. Oh, what'd you say? Was it was a... grenade? Oh, man. I, I, just, at, a
1: I just said one.
0: I... That is so conniving. I like this Yggdrasil a lot.
1: You all thought I was talking about a grenade. I've been holding a box of donuts. Uh,
0: at this point, um, uh, you see that, uh, Quincy kind of, like, uh, pulls back his, uh, duster, and goes, hey, Hoon, you know what I've been working on, though? What, what? I pull out the gun that we took from the first arc, (laughs) and I do some crazy wild side of hand tricks with it, like a- like a cowboy, where I just spin it around a bunch, huh? Huh? Pretty cool, right? I figured it out. you that's, can spin it. That's um. I hope it's not loaded. It is. Uh, oh, Absolutely. all right. Um, Safety's off and everything. No, that's not what we <laughs>
3: talked about in those five minutes. All right. Um. Cool. All
0: right. Well, I'm ready. I'm
3: well, uh. I'm definitely um, not. Oh, sorry. What, what's up, Alice? There.
2: No, it's actually the Merryweather. Sorry, I oh. sometimes we um we sound alike. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But um actually I mean, while you were doing what you were doing, I mean the other me collectively, it's fine. Um we were working on some some supplies that perhaps you might take. Um oh also, those rings of warmth that you went down with, you still have those, don't you? Uh oh you, you, you mean you mean this one? And, and it's take still, it I'm off just... very, very slowly and what? just gently put it down on the table.
3: It was starting to give me a rash. Are you sure? Like, what? Why just, why just, just take to... it off
2: slowly and just put it down on the table. You,
3: you you seem you seem like you're really cautious about that. I, um. All right. Just, I'm just it's... gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take take it take it off. Oh, ah, it's it's kind of stuck. Um.
2: Oh. Um.
3: um hold on. Uh, okay. You got you got some kind of
2: lubricant? Um. 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 Well. Uh, hmm. Do you see the two of them turn? Certainly. <laughs> on second thought, we have decided that you should probably hang on to those. Uh, I don't know at this point. This
3: seems a little sketchy. Oh,
0: no, um,
2: there's absolutely no reason to be suspicious of it. It's just, um, field research.
0: Uh-huh. Is that thing going to explode? Oh. No. Maybe. Uh, alright. No, Ooh, definitely not. Alright. we got grenades! No. Right. Ooh, we got grenades. We, 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 this is perfect! Yeah, Wow. Um, alright, but I, the but, fact remains I mean, we that did my finger is mean,
3: still attached.
2: We've been, we've, we have been working on some of the other things since the last time. Namely, that large specimen that you brought back, and, uh, you know, we were able to finagle things with it, uh, make it
0: usable, one might even say. Oh, exciting. Nice. How did you guys uh, end up doing?
2: Uh, well, we actually turned it into, well, it was already it's, it's, it's an Arthur, I understand? You see with its little scurrying legs and whatnot. You see him just kind of lead you over towards like the the repopulating rat cages. Um, just ignore those. That's that's a whole other thing. thing. Uh, Fully ignoring. Yes, but these one, this, and they just you see him pull back the cover, and there is more or less like the whole like um the broodling that uh you ran the first. Uh, uh,
3: oh, oh God, it's okay. All right, I'm yes. I'm okay. It's dead. Yeah,
2: it's no, dead. It is, it's well. Um, sort of. You see, we it we partially reanimated it. Well, why uh, would you do that? Because now it can be used functionally. You can actually hook it up. And, you know, just kind of mount it onto your arm and use it. It's well, besides biting, it also you know shot. What was it? Acid at you. We we did find propulsion glands that were able to produce and eject darts of acid. So you can just use it as an acid shooter. But it. Well, we'll run out unless you recharge it with your own effluvia. So, sorry, what, what was that last word? Recharge it with your own effluvia. Um,
3: alright, I, I don't know what, what, what you're saying, but it sounds like- You have curious.
2: to recharge it with your own blood. Oh! Oh, i got
0: plenty of that. Oh. Yes, everyone does. I mean, it's yeah. really just being greedy, hanging on to all of that yourself. Uh, you should donate. If you're able to donate that blood, you should donate it.
2: Everyone should donate blood if they are completely capable of it.
3: Side note, actually donate blood, it's a healthy thing
1: to do.
2: It really is. Yay. The more you know.
1: I would. <laughs> Unfortunately, I only have sap. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean... Back to the podcast.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Evan Evan confirmed to bleed sap. <laughs> oh yes. Actual me. No, actual me, I bleed sand.
0: Ah. That's coarse. Yeah. yeah
1: nice it's rough oh. that's everywhere I, I hate it when i cut myself
0: <laughs> yeah no that's a real bummer wait if you if you took like a hot iron to a wound would you would your skin it would, would it like... would
1: turn into glass that's wow awesome.
0: yeah that's, that's pretty sick pretty sick that's almost
1: like a quirk yeah. from that show you, you know what they say uh <laughs> wounds are the windows to the soul <laughs> now wounds. back to the podcast yes yes <laughs>
2: What a session! Yes, if you 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 fill it with some of your own blood, so it can recharge its 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 acid sacs, so that way you can just continue to pachu pachu, as the proper scientific term.
3: Um, I, I,
2: I, yeah,
3: sure, we'll go with that. Um, um. It oh Also, god. based on
2: pure size and shape of it alone, and it's made of a hardened carapace, would also offer some level of protection. <sighs> oh my god! Well, I mean, you don't have to take. No, so we're, just, we're just saying we um we did with it as you know
0: we do with it. You brought back a sample, and we did. It's pretty good. I'd take it too. It sounds pretty reasonable. Um, it's it's I I would take it. it. It it's its
3: function seems rather nice. I I just oh I thought I was done with that place. Um, ugh, anyway, um. Right. So, let me let me just see. Uh yes, I'll 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 pick it up. Here how how, how do I how uh, do you I just kind of
2: hold it over and like as you hold it over like you watch as it's like little like insecty legs just start to like wriggle and writhe like a millipede kind of. You know, this is unsettling and just kind of like lodge itself like around your arm. Like not so much it doesn't puncture skin. It's just kind of like sitting there just kind of sitting on top of your sleeve just kind of you know it doesn't really impede your movement at all. Well, this is intriguing. Um and then you feel a sting. Oh, as like a little proboscis uh like injects itself kind of into your blood and you feel it for a moment and then you just kind of like you almost feel like a little bit of like a numbing agent,
1: oh, it's like a butterfly needle, hmm, right, how many so, stinging butterflies have you interacted with no it's a it's a
3: butterfly needle don't don't, don't oh God, anyway, it's not that bad
2: no oh. no it's it's really not so yes, that'll um between that and that completely safe ring uh you should be uh all set we um we we did get a note from natasha about some things and well frankly she had her own ideas for some grenades but we decided to elect for the more um standard method so we do have some of those available i would just be very oh can i have one everyone the reins both turn they look at each other and then look down at quincy
0: just i
2: um, do you know how?
0: Yeah, I actually, uh, I, I learned pretty quick. I saw uh, Hoon do it, then I saw Ash do it, and I'm kind of on the only one of the uh, the three of us that hasn't thrown one. But Hoon did teach me catapult in our free time, uh, and I'm really excited to use it. Oh, right. Okay, yes. Just remember, no
2: enclosed areas.
0: Right. Yeah, I learned that one really hard. So. Mm.
4: Oh.
2: I Not my finest moment. You... They've uh, all together, made four grenades. I'll tell
1: Thank you so much. I just rolled cool.
2: a d4 to see what would come
1: up. Wow. How fortunate for you. <sighs> <laughs> all right, um. Now, do recall, those will reset at the top of every loop. So have fun.
0: Oh, well, that's fun. We can just blow as, up a ton of shit. As okay. I said,
1: yourselves will be remembered by the loop. You know, a b- loop, again, not exactly the right word. More like a coiled spring, but you, you need not hear my musings on... The passage of time. Uh, is there any other business to take care of, um, Merryweather's?
2: I think that's pretty much what we've got. We uh, should make sure Ash doesn't do fundamental changes to the plans involving the wiring. Because, uh, yes, uh, we, I think we are good. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, uh, you see Yggdrasil turns. Uh, not turns, but, like, you hear cracking, kind of, as... it Turns... Yes, but, like, turns in the way that a tree turns where you can see bark kind of snapping and popping out of place as the wood bends and shifts. And Yggdrasil kind of, like, ends up turning, but also, like, be- like <laughs> goes a little horizontal, bending at a bit of a 90-degree angle. Not really a- being able to turn perfectly vertical on a plane like this. Uh, and points towards the doorway of the laboratory and you see branches grow up and around the doorframe, and then leaves form out of the branches and coat the entirety of the doorway like a canopy. Uh, And Idrisil says, you may go ahead and walk through that when you are ready to begin.
2: Uh, Oh, oh, just
1: like that. Um, it's not an eyeball. It isn't. I'm trying some new methods. I figured there are some some interesting gateways i can try it doesn't always have to be an. Eye- i like the eyeball don't get me wrong i like the eyeball but i want to try some new stuff you know experiment it gets a bit boring if you do the same thing all the time uh, um
3: yeah I- i'm actually kind of comforted by this um there's actually something else that i need to do personally and um it involves going back to my hut for a quick second if you do mind y-
1: you will have to leave through the window
3: um that's <laughs> unfortunate all right um bye guys for a second you see uh, Hoon yeets himself
1: through the window.
2: noticing a theme uh, here with Hoon.
1: He yeah, is he's... lucky that window was open.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he just likes to throw himself like that. I I kind of, like, admire that about him. It's, you know, head first into danger and all that. Right. Yeah, no that that makes sense.
2: That's, uh... Uh,
0: I was uh, thinking I might need to say goodbye to Olympia, but it doesn't. I don't feel like I should say bye every time. It just doesn't feel right. I'll be back. This is one of those times where I, I know this this is uh, this should be easy peasy for me.
1: I could contact her if you would like. Um, send a message.
0: You see that, Quincy. Uh, goes into his pocket for a second and he takes out a little photograph. And you see the photograph is an ultrasound. Oh my god. And uh, there's a very uh, tiny What? No. with uh, arms and legs. Uh, and like, he goes, I hate this. No, I don't I don't think he need I think she knows everything she needs to know right now. What?
1: Disturbing. <laughs> what just happened? How uh, Why? Is that
2: even? <laughs>
1: Truly? I don't want to ask. I'm already (laughs) uncomfortable enough that uh, she uses paper. Uh, ah, Alistair. I probably should have asked before I created the gateway. Is there anything you would like to do?
2: I mean, I, uh, I don't think I have much, to be
1: honest. Um, Then we wait. I, just make sure someone feeds my monkey. You have a monkey? Yeah, lucky, you haven't met him yet. Oh yes, I remember this. The one that landed face down on the pillars.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Yes. You know, oh, well, I sure, think it's yeah.
0: probably
2: safer for him back here than it is uh, down where we're going. Plenty of fruit.
0: Well, actually, if you think about it, you could take him with us. He'll, if he dies, he just comes back at the start of the time loop. Right.
1: He will remember dying, which will do a lot to a creature that does not that, have He doesn't capacity. need to, does he?
0: Like, we don't need it to. It will warm... happen.
1: But... If y- you die during the loop, you will remember your death.
0: But, like... Mm. I thought the reason you don't you keep your memories is because of the, of the worm, in my brain, right? Though. So if he doesn't You're... have one, don't put he's one. Good. In the monkey, yeah, or no. death oh. is just like because oh, like no, he doesn't. You are correct. He would not. Lucky he doesn't need a worm. He could just kind of come and just I mean, just I'll... forget stuff. He doesn't re- need to remember stuff.
2: I'll remember him. I mean, I can get over that. I'm back.
1: Well then, yes, your monkey would be fine.
0: I mean, what do you think? Should I bring the monkey? I mean, look. He is, he I'm going to
1: kill that monkey. I'm going to kill that monkey.
2: I know. Like <laughs> I don't right have means again. of resummoning I, him.
0: He's not a familiar. <laughs> hey, if, I know I, a
1: if I know there's no consequences, I'm going to kill that monkey. <laughs>
0: this is what I'm thinking. Uh, if there is ever a time to bring that monkey out into the field, it's when, if it dies, it can come back, right? So that's my belief. Now, if he, you don't want to bring him on this one, you're probably not going to want to bring him on any of them you know? No, that's a fair point. Yeah, I guess I should go get them. Um,
2: Alistair <laughs> just leans <laughs> out <laughs> the window and just, Oi! Now we're
0: sued now, Evan. Lucky! <laughs> I guess I'm the monkey, and (laughs) (laughs) out the window. And the monkey just comes like
2: screams out the window, and the monkey comes (laughs) (laughs) scampering.
1: You see, like this tiny little monkey throwing itself forward across the tree, Uh, (laughs) does a goddamn cartwheel into the window, and (laughs) like slides onto the the horizontal whiteboard, strikes a pose, and then leaps onto your shoulder.
2: Yeah, that's a good boy, ain't it? Oh, this this Where little guys wrote... awesome yeah i mean he, he's not a doctor or anything
1: but you know he's a lucky monkey you get inspiration from uh from lucky as he rolls a nat 20 performance check for his Hell yeah. as he slides into the <laughs> as he slides into the building
0: <laughs> what so is this
1: unbelievable you just get inspiration Wait,
0: that's the that's the third time in a row lucky's rolled a nat 20 <laughs> it's true <laughs> in a critical moment <laughs> what is this oh my god that lucky is actually lucky this mm-hmm. is the craziest thing in the world it's yeah you fantastic. get you get not bardic inspiration
1: dm inspiration yes. the kind that lets you re-roll Plus. yeah no i marked it <laughs> amazing uh, so hoon what do you go to grab sure so you guys are
3: following hoon as he's um uh, excitedly hurrying through the town um what does he see as he's moving through the town, DM? Just as, like, a general flavor for everyone listening. just to, Oh,
1: sure. You know? Uh, you see, as always, this town is under heavy construction, right? There are not many people here comparatively to other towns. It is, it is about, at this point, the size of perhaps a hamlet. Uh, there are a couple okay. dozen people who you see are working on... Various buildings as well as, you know, carting food through the town to place in the local granary to keep everyone actually fed. Uh, there is a ranchetta who is a, you see, large minotaur woman walking through with a giant aphid uh, heading back to her ranch. Brilliant. Uh, there are, it is a well-kept town square, but as well-kept as a town that is new and has not had much need to re-up its infrastructure yet. So it is nice and well-developed, and there are plenty of stores and storefronts that are either under construction or have been constructed and are doing well, seeing some level of business. Uh, there's, not much, there's not as much an exchange of currency here as there is a barter system. People kind of trade for what they need or for what they want. Uh, it's not large enough to yet have a need for currency. Uh, and do you see that there like life is simple is not the right word, but it is good. It is busy. It is hardworking. It is frontier living, on the side of this massive world tree.
3: Cool. Yeah. And you know Hoon is gallivanting through you know the the the, the roads, and then eventually gets to his um, house, which is you know it's 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 got it's got some some additions to it this time around instead of it just being a cabin it's now a cabin with what looks like a satellite dish as well as um all sorts of different wirings that are like scattered on the outside of it which connect up to what look like different light bulbs and there's also a giant gear that's continuously turning that goes into the side of the building of the, the house and then into the ground and looks like it's turning into like something else and um who steps inside uh, of his now upgraded, wonderfully cool-looking cabin and walks over to his desk made of metal at this point, And it has a whole bunch of tools and trinkets and, you know, bits and bobs and cogs. And in the center of this desk is what was previously the lantern-slash-wiring that was picked up on his previous expedition. And it's now been morphed into a... Essentially, like a spell backpack as the case may be what? with a, a an expulsion ass... device hmm? mm. so that's big <laughs> but like not big like crazy but still big enough yeah, right yeah, yeah. and okay. um it, it's
1: it's like <laughs> it's 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 big enough i promise <laughs> <laughs> it's average <laughs> This is normal stuff. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, absolutely. It's fine. It was it was a good moment. Um Tom laughs at trimming a bush. I get a penis joke. Absolutely. <laughs> Alright, no. So um yeah,
3: Hoon, Hoon is excitedly and hurriedly uh puts on his apparatus, which straps to his like this is purely for flavor, his exoskeleton uh that he's created that is on the inside of his like clothes and it is fused to his magnets that is on his back. And it's like, right. And then there's a a wire that goes down his other arm because on his right arm is now this, you know, uh, arachnid for lack of a better term. And it goes down his left arm and it attaches to this like bulbous kind of, um, it looks like a small arm cannon, but it's not. And, uh, the best thing, the best way to describe it would be like an airplane engine that's just the front of it of like a Boeing 747, like standard commercial airliner engine.
1: You have an engine. No, no, no. I don't have an engine.
3: I have what looks like an engine. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so, uh huh. Okay. So, Hoon suits up. Uh, and, you know, standing in the middle of your souped up abode, you don't look entirely unlike Luigi from his mansion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you do get your gear. You have been tinkering for a good amount of time on this. You are. Ex- Let me ask actually, have you tested this before? Or is this the test run? So,
3: unofficially, it's been. Tested in like controlled settings, but this is the first time it's being taken out in practice.
1: Field test, right? Okay, you suit yourself up in your field gear, uh, with this massive whirring backpack on your arm, attached to your body with the assistance of magnets to, I assume, alleviate some of the weight from your shoulders. Right, uh, and you head back out. You have a difficulty as you get. You have difficulty as you get back to the Meriwether Lab. Uh, Getting back into the window uh, <laughs> because you are now wearing this backpack, uh, and eventually you do manage to scramble through. There's there's a lot of like kicking your legs. and kind of just going. Eh, eh, eh. Uh, <laughs> people eventually come over to help, uh, and you get back in, uh, standing in front of Yggdrasil, who looks to the three of you. Well, okay, are you all ready now? Uh, you see
0: Quincy, kind of like takes his uh, coat and flips it inside out and uh, changes the coat from what previously was this trench coat into a trench coat, now with tentacles coming out just in random spots, and goes, all right, yep, this should work better.
1: Okay. I'm good. Uh, Through the leaf gate as you please.
0: All right, anyone want to go first? Ah, fuck it, I'll do it, and I'll just walk on through. Oh, oh,
1: bye. Are you going to follow him? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
3: um... Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into the scary world again because I I can I can do that.
2: We don't know it's scary.
3: Um, uh, sure. It's it's not like I'm physically going, you know, into any an, another place again. I'm not used to this, and you see me walks through <laughs> the door.
2: Yeah, all right. Um, later then. Say so wave bye, lucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the little monkey goes <laughs> and kind of throws an arm up in the air. It does like a very violent <laughs> wave.
2: Excellent walks through the gate cool. <laughs> so as
1: the three of you walk through the gate no, 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 no. uh yeah uh,
3: I was gonna I was gonna say <laughs> just mechanically the way this backpack works is uh, you put in uh like let's say a third level spell slot into it and it puts out a second level spell slot so one less than what I put into it and it saves it
2: it's the revised uh ba- lantern battery for
1: my arm okay so it ah. yeah it, it, it functions as a ring of spell storing but degrades the spell slot. Right. Yes. Okay. That's cool. You all walk through the gate, and Nidrasil kind of turns to the Merryweathers and goes, allow me to clean this for you, and points a hand out to the gate after the three of you have passed through it, and nothing changes, and nidrasil goes, damn it, uh, and kind of slides forward and pulls out like a little handsaw and starts cutting at the branches that have grown around the gateway. Uh, <laughs> and we cut to you guys. You, you might have asked before doing that. It looked cool. Uh, and and we cut to you guys as you walk through the gateway. Uh, you walk through the gateway into what seems to be an abandoned chamber, judging by the layer of dust on everything and the cobwebs present in the corners of the room. It is a simple wooden loft space. Uh... You know, you see it, it's a decently high ceiling, uh, slanted as though you are in the attic of some building, uh, and scattered around are various crates that you can see are torn open and empty, uh, various barrels that are much the same. Uh, there is a staircase on one side of the room, and you can see there is also a large standing corkboard on one wall with various uh, pieces of, like, scrap paper, pins, and red string just hanging loosely from it. Ooh, but you guys find yourself string. in this empty, dusty room. Oh.
0: Oh. Quincy immediately runs over to the red string. Oh, we lost
1: cue. <laughs> yep. All
2: right. Okay. I mean, let's watch the great detective at work then.
0: Uh, I'd like to try to see if I can. It looks like there's on this like cork board, He said the mm-hmm. red string is kind of like dangling off of like. It, it's
1: lo- yes, it's loosely dangling from the pins. It's not connected in any significant way.
0: And there's like nothing on the board at all.
1: There are various bits of paper that you can see are like trade ledgers, signed documents. This looks like a cork board that was at one point used to plan a trading company and has seen disuse since the trading company shut down.
0: Ah, all right. Well, this isn't like a mystery type of thing. It's more like a business plan. So I, I've i kind of lost a little interest on this one.
2: <laughs> all right. So do uh we see a way out of here.
1: Uh, yes, there's a staircase in one corner of the room, and there are also, like, small, circular, porthole-style windows at various points uh, that you can look out from, if you so choose. Hoon definitely looks so out of one of them.
2: Where to God, if we're on another ship. If if you guys find
1: out. yourself on a boat in the middle of the ocean. now. Um, what? So you guys God damn it! Out, <laughs> and you see a well-made town, right? You see a town of, you know, not untold, Uh, fortune, you see there is a large river kind of passing through the center of the town uh, crossed over by various small bridges. On either side are a variety of different buildings that you see are set largely on cobblestone bases with wooden framing. Like, it looks like a small town. Uh, and you can see just from a quick glance that there are a couple of larger buildings in this place. There is a rather grandiose looking temple made entirely out of stone. Uh, there is, uh, another smaller area that even, or there's another smaller building that is short one story, and even at this early point in the morning has smoke rising from a smokestack, uh, atop it. And, uh, aside from that, there are a variety of other nondescript buildings that seem to fit into what looks like a traveler's town. Uh, from the building, or from the window you are looking out from, you are currently looking out to the north, and you see stretching out far away to the north, uh, is, or not far away, but stretching out as far as the eye can see, uh, a couple miles away from the town, is a large forest that takes up a massive swath of area and just covers the land (laughs) to the north of this town.
2: Hmm. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I guess we really should focus on trying to get some kind of answer. Like, if time kind of keeps resetting, you know, it might... Be worth it just to go through and see it happen at least once first.
0: Uh, coffee investigation check. Oh sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Isn't there a natural perception like twenty some some odd?
0: Yeah, my natural investigation is a is a twenty one. My passive. Um, mm-hmm. I, I believe I default to this if I roll lower. Or is that just my insight? Let me just double check. It was your uh, all right passive investigation. Yeah, my passive investigation is is the twenty one. Uh, Sorry, I don't know why this is not popping up for me. No, no problem.
1: Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, so this is just going to be a 15. A 15? With a 15, you are able to smell kind of in the air alongside dust. There is the faint lingering scent of goods. This place was some kind of trade storehouse. And you kind of sniff it out. and you, <laughs> The deeper, earthy scent. And you kind of go over to a box excitedly. And it's this large crate and you lean into it and it's empty. And there's a bunch of, like, there's one empty burlap sack and a small, like, handful of coffee beans left at the bottom of the crate.
0: Alright, well, time to scrape the bottom of the barrel, I guess. <laughs>
1: it's
0: uh, you cover. know what? I don't need to do this right now. I'll do this next loop.
1: <laughs> they, they will still be there. And <laughs> even if you drink them, they will be there again. Uh, Infinite coffee glitch. <laughs> Take the beans <laughs> to go make them downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You walk down the stairs and you see downstairs is just what looks to be kind of half living space, half meeting area. Uh, you see it is set up like a living room where there's there's two couches on either side and there's like a small coffee table in the middle. There's also like a, a larger armchair at one end. Uh, at the other end is just a window that kind of outlooks the town. Uh To the back, by the stairs, there's just, like, a small kitchenette. It looks like this place was, you know, half living space for whoever lived here. And then there were also storage in the roof. Uh, And you can see kind of out one side, there is, like, a large wooden elevator kind of on the... uh, on the outside of the house that could be used to haul goods up to the attic and then bring them in. Uh, But you see, you are just in a small building that is well-made, well-constructed on the edge of town, and does not seem to be seeing any kind of use currently. Uh, And I think that is where I'm going to go ahead and call it for this week. Uh, Aww. Aww. I didn't even
0: even get to make my first cup of coffee.
1: Damn. We will will head out on cue brewing a cup of coffee in the morning. Uh, doing a uh, <laughs> grabbing a mortar and pestle and hand pressing the beans. I don't know. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, but yeah, that is where we will leave off for this week. I would like to thank you all for joining me as I begin my arc uh, on the Forever DMs. Oh, you poor things.
0: Uh, That's the name of the arc. Is yeah, oh, Poor Oh, things. oh, you poor things. Um, <laughs> Fun. I am.
1: <laughs> I am excited to be DMing for you. Uh, my name is Evan, if all of you would go ahead and give your outros as well. yeah, Fair enough. <laughs> so the only one of importance here, I'm Evan, your DM, <laughs> signing off. Thank you for listening.
0: <laughs> Bye. I refuse to say goodbye. Bloodheads. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>